This episode is brought to you by Fireside. Fireside is a podcast hosting and analytics platform created by podcasters for podcasters. Fireside was started by Dan Benjamin, the founder of this network, 5x5, taking everything he's learned since 2009 from making podcasts for a living and turning it into a platform for podcasters everywhere at any level of expertise. Fireside has it all. Unlimited uploads, unlimited downloads, in-depth and powerful download metrics, a super fast CDN for the best possible download speeds, multiple podcast support, free, one-click podcast importing from platforms like Libsyn, FeedPress, Simplecast, and SoundCloud, plus custom domain mapping, complimentary SSL certificates, a beautiful, responsive website with your own artwork and hosting guest pages, also tons of advanced features like sponsorship integration, chapter markers, a bookmarklet for links, auto-posting of future episodes time code linking and so so much more guys you can try fireside for free for seven days during which time you can import your existing podcast while taking advantage of every feature fireside has to offer the unlimited plan starts at just 19 dollars per month there's no commitment or long-term agreements to worry about just visit fireside.fm today take the tour find out all you can make it work also Enter at the movies in the How Did You Hear About Us section to show your support for this show and shows like us. Fireside, by podcasters, for podcasters. Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Quiet on the set. Hey, Dan. Hey, Keith. My voice just cracked. That was weird. <laughs> good start. Yeah, good start. Uh, so this is the first episode where we're not going to have a countdown to Endgame in a long time. No. No, because Endgame came out. Yes, it did. It's really good. It's really good. Did you see it the one time? I saw it the one time. I saw it twice. We got to go again. Oh, absolutely. Uh, like four more times. Everything that was promised and more. Yeah. I have very little problems with it. I'm usually pretty nitpicky and like things i yeah. was nitpicky about i went back and i'm like nope that's fine yeah i was i was like working out the um i don't know it's not a spoiler to say that there was time travel in this movie I, you know at this point like the audience of this podcast i assume has seen it yeah so i'm gonna it's go ahead and say 1.2 billion dollars yeah. uh, <laughs> well, we're gonna get to that it. you're almost there <laughs> uh so spoilers 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 if you haven't seen it yet go ahead pause this episode go watch it and then hit play again because we're gonna talk about what happened in the movie yeah because it's been probably a lot. How many days since it came? It came out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's been six days. Yeah. Go fucking go fucking watch it. <laughs> all right. So go ahead. Uh, so yeah, the working out all the time travel stuff. Um, there's only two sort of unexplained holes that I can see from the first watching. Dan, tell me about your two holes. Ah. Uh, one of them's Loki-sized, but that's going to be a whole series. Right. Uh, so that I'm okay with leaving open, especially if we get more Loki, because he's supposed to be dead. Thought right. we weren't going to get any more of him. Um, and then the second one is old man Steve Rogers having to do nothing so as to not affect the current timeline and split you know, off into an alternate reality. The Russos did an interview and explained that. Okay. And we're going to get to it, and it's going to blow your fucking dick off. Yeah, because there was, um, in one of the earlier movies, there was some, like, footage of Peggy Carter saying that uh, Captain America saved somebody who wound up being her husband, and they had some kids, but they never named that husband. Right. So did he just, like, either change his name or 
just not publicly be alive. It's not him. It's not him? No. Okay, was it the dude from the Agent Carter series? Maybe. Okay. Well, I'll explain it in a second. First, we're, right. gonna, we're gonna come back around. First, we're gonna talk box office. Box yeah. office mojo says, as of yesterday, today's Tuesday, <laughs> podcast comes out tomorrow, but as of Monday. So we- weekend plus a day. Yeah. So first of all, how much money do you think it would take to uh, fix the water in Flint? Oh my god. Uh, like a uh, like full on rebuild, what like a forty million, a hundred million, something like that. Well, that's a big spread. Fifty five million dollars to fix that. Fifty five million. Yeah. yeah How much right. money do you think it would cost <laughs> to clean up all the plastic in the Pacific? And I mean Trash all Island plus every other single piece oh, of plastic god. in the entire Pacific Ocean. Uh, How like, much money do you think? Like a hundred million. No. Four hundred eighty-nine million. Okay, still now, under a half a billion. Now in four days, how much money do you think <laughs> Endgame made? Uh, is this uh, box office mojo usually just as domestic? It's is both. This, it's, it's okay. It's, it's full worldwide. worldwide. You were pretty <clears throat> close. Well, it was. Uh, I believe the number was one point two billion right. as of Sunday. So add another day, it's like one point three, one point four, one point three four. Yeah, one billion. Three hundred forty-two million six hundred eighty-nine thousand four hundred and forty-six dollars. Oh my god, that's insane! You could clean up the Pacific Ocean three times. <laughs> yeah, and like three quarters of that was just the U.S. and China. Yeah, it was like three three fifty, three fifty, and then like yeah. So like, I think China. box office mojo said twenty-nine thirty percent was the U.S. Fucking insane. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money. Yep. All right. Uh. You brought up something today which I disagree with, mm. and that you say Howard the Duck is in this movie. Yes, there's no way. I was I've been watching a lot of uh, reviews and Easter eggs and references videos since right. I've seen it, uh, especially since uh, the times that I want to go see it again, it's been sold out because it's made a billion dollars. It's made a lot of money. Um, so to hold me over, I've been watching a lot of YouTube, uh, and one of them. I guess in the uh, the the leaked footage, so it's not super crisp, but mm-hmm. there is a shot, a still frame of the end battle. Um, I believe it's it's somewhere around where the like a force shot happens when everybody's coming out. Yeah. Um, and it looks like Howard the Duck is holding a crazy future weapon, uh, standing by what I think is like the Ravager crew. Yeah, I didn't even notice the Ravagers both times I watched it. Yeah, they're like super in the background, but the still frame, you can zoom in, and it's uh, if it's not photoshopped, it's 100% Howard the Duck. It's got his head, he's wearing a suit and a tie. You showed me, I he's still think white it's hands. photoshopped. I think they would have made a bigger deal out of Howard the Duck being there. I mean, there's so much in this movie, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't uh, put it past right. people to have that way down on their list, so, especially if it's easy. Valued for- listeners, <laughs> if you saw he's this on movie screen for like seven frames out of a three-hour and two-minute movie, if you saw this movie and believe that you saw Howard the Duck, please let me know because I still mm. don't believe it. Yes, need confirmation. Okay, so here's what the Ru- Russo said about Old Man Captain America. Yes, one, Bucky knew. I was okay. right. I was 100% right. Yeah, right. that's why he gave him the nod. He was yep. like, we've already talked about this at some point. Well, the whole goodbye was very... For He was supposed to come back in six seconds, but he said goodbye like he was saying goodbye forever. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, a big it, deal. It wasn't a just-in-case goodbye. It was, this is my plan yeah. goodbye. And so, after the first time I saw it, I'm like, you know, there's no way he didn't know. Yeah. That was too hardcore a goodbye. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, the Winter Soldier, Bucky is his oldest friend in the world, mm-hmm. was like, I get what's about to happen. Yeah. And good for him. So, uh, one of the things that bothered me in the movie was the hammer, whore, whore Thor taking the hammer, putting mm-hmm. Thor and hammer together, it's whore, uh, Thor taking the hammer from oh, the yeah, past. Oh yeah, that's where does he return it to? Right, so, well, I mean, he, he knows all back the without spots. it. Yeah, he comes back without it, so Cap goes back in time with the hammer, obviously returns it to Asgard at the right time. Yeah, so I because guess he, we would, know he would return it. Taking in, things out. Yeah, because that was in the middle of Dark World and he still had it at the end of the Dark yeah, World. So, it would have okay. created an alternate universe when the Ancient One was showing what happens when you take a stone yeah, yeah, out of yeah. place. Creates an alternate universe. <clears throat> the Russo said, if Cap were to go back in the past and live there, he would create a branched reality. Yes. The question then becomes, how is he back in this reality to give the shield away? Interesting question, right? Yes. Maybe there's a story there. Uh, That's what the Russo said. God damn it. So is that going to be like the Bucky Falcon series? Maybe. Or are they just going to do something else later? So Fuck. in the universe we've <laughs> been watching, Peggy Carter still marries someone else, still okay. has kids. Hinted that it's the dude that she was making out with in the Agent sure. Carter series. Maybe uh, that's that. Meaning that, uh, you know, he's still not related to... Uh, the the one he made out with in Civil War. Oh, that's War. good. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Holy shit, that could have been his like his, his niece. niece. Could have uh. been his niece. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm kind of glad and, that. And you know what? That, that he's not her husband. Then not not that I am gonna judge anyone who makes out with their niece. Or, yeah. <laughs> Especially there's a time jump. That's gross, and I don't think Captain America would do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. So, when we see him dancing with Peggy, it is an alternate reality. He goes and lives out his days in an alternate reality and somehow finds his way back. Okay. Oh, man. So, are they... Is that just another hint at, like, a multiverse? Yep. Sure is. I mean, the Ancient One set it up. This is what happens. It's a branch of reality. Yeah. That means he might have still been Captain America in his youth in that reality. Yeah, stopping, like, Vietnam and, like... Oh, that'd be fucking cool. Yeah, the Cold War and, like, all of that. Yeah, Cuban Missile Crisis, Captain America is there. Yeah, which means he probably went and saved the Bucky of his time, too. Yeah. Stop Professor X from getting a bullet in his spine. Uh, (laughs) no. Incorrect. So there's a lot. Um, I also read a whole bunch. The other other writing team that worked with the Russos in this movie talked about all the other missions they had. Because at Mm. one point the Tesseract was on Asgard with the Aether. Yes. And they talked about Tony going to get the Tesseract on Asgard in a stealth suit that made him invisible, but Heimdall sees him, and he's gonna fight Heimdall. <laughs> which would have been so fucking uh, cool. Yes. I would have liked that better. Uh, I did really love the retcon of uh, like, where was the Ancient One and all the wizards during Avengers? Right. It's that they were just protecting the Sanctum. Yeah, 100%. Because she's just off in the background, flying missiles, like, yeah. Their magic just, fan. Just, yeah, yeah, protecting the sanctum. And of course, they can just walk from one sanctum to the other. So it doesn't matter if she's in Hong Kong or where's the, uh, London. Oh, or... she can sling ring anywhere, too. Yeah, true. <laughs> Fair enough. So. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know sling rings worked across planets. Yeah. <coughs> Fucking insane. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's... That made me really happy. Yeah, I guess it's. That cause... opens up a lot for Doctor Strange. It really does. And, um, yeah, 
Because he's, I mean, she, the Ancient One even says he's supposed to be the best of us. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's just way more powerful than they've ever had before. Nobody else could do I mean, there was a lot of sling rings at the end. Sling rings. Well, there was a lot of them, so I assume they all can. Yeah. That's my assumption. All right, so there's that. Fucking A. Good on them. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else to say about that fucking movie? I just need to see it another, like, 300 times. Yep. Okay, now, Endgame was fine. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the real fucking story, the real great movie that's about to come out. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog's trailer has dropped. What a fucking masterpiece this looks like. Oh my god, this looks like... If like, you're not driving, tw- listening to this podcast, <laughs> stop what you're doing and look up Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Over. <laughs> Someone told me if you type it, I saw it in an article, if you type in Sonic the Hedgehog video game into Google, it starts the 16-bit version but i can't get it to work for me oh man it might be a lie but it was in a news article after this podcast yeah anyway go download this this looks like because there are movies that are bad there are (laughs) movies that are so bad it comes full circle and be good i think this movie is going to be so bad it's genius I see it, it could go either way from what the trailer is. This looks like a movie that, like, 1996 12-year-old me would love the shit so let's say, out it's of. live action. <laughs> Sonic <laughs> looks like, kind of like Detective Pikachu, but blue. Yeah. he's has all these new weird powers. Like, he, he's oh, yeah. electrified. He's an alien. Yeah. He's an he's alien. He's protect this planet. Yeah. He's an alien. Uh, he, he uses the, rings for teleporting. Yeah. The gold the rings make the noise. That, is that so, a game I didn't play? Telepo- no. It's just it's, a new power. <laughs> and Jim Carrey is Dr. Robotic. Just being Jim Carrey. Right. For the first time in decades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, this is like Mask Era. Yeah. I was just going to say like, Mask Era. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, like post Ace Ventura, just Jim Carrey, just do whatever you want because it'll be gold. Right. In between uh, Mask and me, myself, and Irene before he got old. Yes. Well, yeah, I before th- he started doing dramas and getting serious. And like, <laughs> and remember him in Kick Ass too? How fucking good he was? Yeah. Like, I think he's going to be good in this. Regardless of how epically shitty this fucking garbage scow is going to be. <laughs> I think he's going to be amazing and I do think this is going to be one of those movies that's so bad it's genius. It's It almost looks like one of those movies where it's like the whole thing is the origin story of how his mustache gets weird looking. It is. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like that look at him as full on Robotnik at the end of the trailer I think might be one of the last shots of the movie. Oh, it has to be. It, maybe even a post credit. Yeah. When he finally looks looks like Robotnik. Uh, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm going to see re- it opening I night. I really like the rings around the Paramount uh, Oh, yeah, the, the symbol of the, the stars. Yeah. I mean, they're they're going all in. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's the thing. Like, I hate the Disney remake, live-action remakes. Yeah. Because it's a money grab, and they're not necessary. And it's like, Disney's it's, not even yeah. all in on them. They're just like, here's, oh, here's Dumbo. We gave Tim Burton some money. Yeah. Go watch Dumbo. This Paramount is going for it. They're like, fuck it. We are now the movie studio of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. I'm really glad that uh, the studios who are doing like live action animation stuff have finally gotten the message to just go all out. Yeah. Like, I mean, no no pussyfooting around. Don't put the, the X-Men in black leather suits because the spandex might look funny on film. Like, just go all out. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, 
I don't like the gag where he puts Sonic in the bag and mm. it's like, is that your child? Because that's directly lifted from 1984 Howard the Duck. Yeah, you told me that. I totally forgot about that. Uh, this has a lot of Howard the Duckness in it. A weird animal and anthropomorphic short from yeah. another planet. <laughs> like, it's, it's, yeah. it's so Howard oh, the Ducky. Oh, man. Yeah. That I feel like they wanted to do Howard the Duck, but they're like, fuck, we'll never get the rights from Disney, so. Yeah. Let's just do Sonic the Hedgehog. That's what it feels like to me. Oh, man. All right, we went way too long without talking about the Marvel <laughs> Universe. Guardians 3 uh, <laughs> starts filming next year. It was originally expected mm. to start filming in 2021. It will start yeah. filming in 2020. Nice. Everyone's very excited. I guess because they were, when they fired James Gunn, um, they were ready to start or had already like been a day or two into like straight up pre-production. Have we made a joke about firing a gun yet? I feel like I haven't seen that. <laughs> like, they fired a guy named Gun. Yeah. All right. Never All right. Table that. All right. So, they were already in pre-production. Anyway. Um, uh, so, yeah. I guess I guess there was probably more, you know, there was clearly a script was done because uh, Dave Bautista was like, if you're not doing James Gunn's script, I'm not doing. Right. Um, and then they finally hired him back. So, they've got the script. They've got the production staff all knows what their jobs are is ready to go so i'm guessing there's like a bit of planning that's been already right. done and hasn't and changed he specifically said i'm not russian suicide squad like dc's paying me good money i'm gonna do honest work yeah like yeah, i'll come back when like i'm ready a, but it looks like he'll be ready next year yeah it's not like um uh peter jackson taking over the hobbits from guillermo del toro where it was right. like all right we gotta scrap everything start from scratch this is like this was already the plan which is paused it for a while right for disney to get their senses back let's talk about quentin tarantino Ooh, let's like, I, like, I like tarantino you know um there are these times when it's like how do you separate the art from the artist uh yeah i'm like there are forgivable and non-forgivables yes like i'll never forgive woody allen he's a piece of shit yeah, i'll never woody forgive allen, bill cosby uh r kelly i'm done with right i'll forgive james gunn because i've written a stupid tweet yeah, and no. like he had previously apologized and clearly learned from them. Those are that's the message of the first two Guardians movies <laughs> is like turning Tarantino, your life around. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's racist or not. I really don't. He really loves putting himself in his own movies that he wrote the dialogue for so that he can say the n word a lot. He loves the n word so much, it. and any excuse to have himself say it on film. Right, but then again, you know... Uh, but it's like, uh, yeah, there's Samuel always... Jackson got nominated for an Oscar for Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So there's that. And know? there's, like, clearly other black people around him who would be like, <laughs> right. hey, that's not cool. <laughs> right, but would they? I, I don't know. Does he have that power dynamic? I think so. So I don't know if he's a good mm. guy or a bad guy. Yeah. But then, do you know the story of him and Uba Thurman and the Kill Bill thing with the car? Uh, yeah, there was something weird she about it. She didn't want to do a stunt. He forced her to do the stunt. She got really, really hurt. Yeah. And he, she's, like, never forgiven him. And it sounds like he was, like, a real dickhead about it. Yeah. So it's like, I'm back and forth. So I'm... Uh, I like Tarantino films. I like Tarantino, but like I'm getting to that Woody Allen point with him. Yeah, where we're at the tip of scales. But let's talk about him. Mm-hmm. He says his Star Trek movie is still a possibility, which I'm gonna go ahead and say bullshit because yeah. you lost both Chris's. Chris Pine oh, yeah. and Chris Hemsworth both said they're out because they're not gonna get enough money. Yep. 
And Anton Yelton's dead. Like, it's... so I don't care about Chekhov being dead. <laughs> I I'm okay with like the shittiest worst character being gone. That's okay with me. Yeah. No, you still have six out of the seven main characters. True. That's good. Uh, you can always add in other like Easter eggy characters and shit. You can add. You know, if you're time traveling, which this one's gonna be about, you can get Pike back in. Yeah, that's There's what we need. We need more new time travely Star Trek. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's too raw. I'd rather just discover there are very Tarantino's few times Star Trek. that they have done it well. <laughs> Star Trek Four, but, <laughs> but Tarantino says his whole script inspiration is Yesterday's Enterprise. That was my other example. Of a good Star Trek story. So anyway, he says, and I quote, It's a very big possibility. I haven't been dealing with it for those guys for a while because I've been making my movie. But Mm. we've talked about a story and a script. The script has been written. And when I emerge my head from Puck's... From from my head... When I emerge my head like Puxatawney Phil, post (laughs) Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, we'll pick up talking about it again. All right, that makes sense. He he seems like a tunnel vision kind of person. Yeah, deal with like, what's right, We here. talked about that, but I'm definitely making this, so all of my energy is going here. Now, don't get me wrong. If Quentin, if I met Quentin Tarantino in person, I'd suck his dick and say, "Oh, I love <laughs> yeah. your movies." But behind yeah. his back, I'm happy to say, maybe fuck you, maybe not. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just so not, not definitive enough to say fuck you to his face at this point. Oh, no. I would never. Oh, no. I would say no, sir. If he said fuck you to my face, I'd say thank you. Yeah. Um, and speaking of him, so he did this new cut of Hateful Eight. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure if he did it or not. But so apparently Netflix went to him three and a half okay. years after Hateful Eight c- comes out. Says, hey, the extended version gets a lot more play than the regular version. Mm. Like what would you think of doing an even more extended version? <laughs> because it's really popular. I'm going to go go out on the limb and say Hateful Eight might be my favorite Tarantino movie, which is not a popular opinion. But I fucking love Hateful Eight immensely. Mm-hmm. So I watched the miniseries. It's four hours long. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the movie broken down into four episodes. Yeah, and so instead of an intermission in the extended cut, there's three intermissions, <laughs> basically. Right. Well, un- unless we hit episodes. next episode. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be an intermission at all. Yeah. I watched it almost straight through. I took one break at the end of episode three. Uh, everything that's that was cut uh, is valid. Mm. I don't think anything was cut. I think it was cut for time, not for content. Yeah. Uh, I love the shit they put back in there. Uh, I just like that movie, and... It's kind of opening up this this Pandora's box of, like, we could do this for all sorts of fucking movies. Mm. We could turn any movie that shot a fuck ton of footage and never do used a it. a two-part Snyder Cut fucking uh, I knew you were going to go there, and I don't want that. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking more Endgame, because you know they filmed more than oh three hours God. worth of shit. I what if we had a five-part yeah. Endgame, a five-hour version of this movie on uh, Disney Plus, or whatever they're going to call it. Is that yeah. what it's called? Disney Plus? Uh, Disney Plus, yeah, yeah. Disney Plus. I would watch an eight part right infinity saga like infinity war and end game of course yeah Just i mean i'm watching the, the six and a half hour game of thrones week by week <laughs> yeah. and it's a whole season like you could make these epic season shows oh my god after they make their money from the are, box office so if this becomes more of a thing right are they going to start shooting extra footage Yes. During production, 100%. so that they can sell an yes. extended miniseries to Netflix, right. because oh, it'll be being shot God. as a miniseries, 
and then there'll be movies shot to make their box office, and then they'll add in extra shit for these super extended mini part series, mini part. But I like this. I don't hate this. I kind of want that. Yeah. I want to see the abridged. Give me the Cliff Notes version in the theater. And then when I'm fucking bored and I got nothing to watch, I'll watch the 20-hour version of uh, Endgame. Yeah. And I want that. Oh, my God. I want them to you do know, that with um, that Game of Thrones. I see. You know, uh, uh, Disney Plus is doing the Marvel's What If series? Yeah. Uh, what if they had a, uh, a series that just the whole purpose was to fill in plot holes? That'd be great. <laughs> like, go back and explain What's a thing. What's that uh, Star Wars comic? Uh, oh, Tag and Bank are dead. Yeah. So good. Yeah, and just have like some background shit. Like, as a, just a, for example, that, that throwaway joke in Endgame when uh, Tony Stark's like, all right, let's go, we can pose later or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the end of Avengers and they are kind of posing. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, yeah, okay, that's good because it was kind of corny and shitty that they're sitting there posing. You could just have background shit for everything like that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, just have like a weird character. I hate stairs! Yeah. Have somebody who can, like, jump through... Oh, it would be an Owatu the Watcher series. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be a perfect way to go, like, oh, here's what actually happened. Sure would. He sees everything uh, all the time. And is his job to remember it all. So he could be the... It could also be a Heimdall series. Yep, true. That'd be neat. Because <laughs> him narrating would be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some elbow voice in there. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, one last piece of news. This piece of news is not uh, reboot related. Okay. It is not comic book oh my related. God, do we have an actual original thing. Kind of. <laughs> we, have, we have a hint. Almost. We have a hint. <laughs> Close enough. In what I thought was a Onion article. Oh no. David O. Russell says in an interview that he's writing something for Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> David O. Russell wrote Silver Linings Playbook, yeah. American Hustle, and mm. Joy. Yeah, all yeah, starring yeah. Jennifer Lawrence yeah. in different capacities. Uh, I'm a really big Jennifer Lawrence fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a really big David O. Russell fan. Silver Linings Playbook's in my top ten movies of all time. I yeah. fucking love that movie. Yep. Uh, so I'm for it, but they were, um, they were at the Tribeca Film Fest. They were doing an interview together, and they were just talking about their working relationship, and he turns to her and goes, oh, I'm writing something for you. Ah, so nice. uh, pr- possibly in the next year or so, we'll see uh, a quadrilogy. Oh man, of David O. Russell, Jennifer Lawrence, because she is his uh, uh, Johnny Depp to his to his Tim Burton. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Or the uh, uh, or like DiCaprio a, to his Scorsese, yeah, or, uh, John Williams to his uh, your uh, Spielberg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, if there's something David O. Russell's doing now, it's for Jennifer Lawrence. And you know what? Like the more of a main character she is in a movie, the better it is. Yeah. Like, American Hustle, she's kind of in the background. It was fine. Joy, she's, like, right up in the front. Fucking great. Yeah. Silver Linings, Silver Linings. right up fuck, fucking Phenomenal. front. Great. Although, I feel like I love Silver Linings Playbook because of it takes place in Philly. Yeah. I feel like I also <laughs> like Shazam a little more because it takes place in Philly. Do you remember... Probably not. ...going to... I think it was a Target, maybe... When Silver Linings Playbook came out on Oh, I DVD, do remember the yeah, yeah, yeah. We were walking around, and you're super bummed we could not find a single copy in the like electronic section. Because it was like a super section. Christmas sale where it went from $20 to $5. Yeah, like bargain bin, new movie, great movie. We're like, all right, let's just go and see if we can find it. It was their loss leader. It was like in, when they sent out the circular, it's like, get this brand new on DVD yeah, it's, movie it's the, for like, $5. get you in the door kind of thing. And I could not find one. Anywhere, and we were bummed. And then in the wrong section, 
What was, it was girls like, clothes? Girls clothes. It was in girls clothes. We just see one just sitting on the rack, sitting on a rack. Just I was by I was happy as a pig and shit. I was amazing. Went home and watched it like three times in a row. Fuck, mm-hmm. I love that movie. <laughs> like a week later, they put it on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Sons of bitches. All right, that's all the news this week. All right, it was good. Endgame was good. Go see it. Yeah, and uh, you know, just sit around and wait for the uh, the genius of Howard the Duck to hit you, and maybe another <laughs> David O. Russell with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. All right, Dan, you got anything to plug this week? Uh, nope. Nope. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for being here. Yeah. And thank you so much to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. Please We're at 152. Please do it. Just Coming do it. Up We're steady, at 152. Slow and steady. We are getting. You know, just inch closer to our goal of 1 million reviews. We're at 152 now. Uh, Slow and steady wins the race. Email us at (laughs) 5x5film at gmail.com. The population's rising pretty quick. If you have questions, concerns, or criticisms, find us on Facebook at 5x5themovies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5x5 network. Our theme is produced by some asshole. Me! We'll see you next week with another 5x5 of the movies. Roll Roll credits. credits.